Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the September edition of the Future of Mesa Retail Meeting. I am the uh, de facto committee chair. My name is Bob Nelson, and I am the director of communications here at the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I am super excited today to have um, Melissa Nelson as our speaker. Um, Melissa is with United Food Bank. She has been a longtime uh, supporter of the chamber and a longtime supporter of our business community through the use of the opportunity of giving. So that's kind of what I wanted her to talk about today because she has done a lot to creatively help business promote themselves through the idea of giving. So uh, I'm gonna turn that over to her. Um, Melissa, thank you for being here, it's all yours. Thank you, thank you very much for this opportunity. I appreciate the chamber giving me this, so. Yeah, I have really found the power of the chamber through tapping into and working with their membership um, to do cause marketing, which is like fundraising for nonprofits. So you're working with a for-profit together with a nonprofit to come up with a campaign that raises funds in the community um, through engaging their customers. And so it really is a win-win-win for everybody because you can attach this to any like a campaign can be attached to any new product that you may have. Um, let me back up. First of all, what what you'll do through your um, participation is to really improve your brand in the community um, and your reputation as, as someone who gives back and who is part of the society and part of our community. Um, you will also um, make help your customers see your good reputation that you partner with nonprofits. You will also... Um, uh, engage with your your own employees. They feel more loyal to an organization that is giving back in the community that is part of the solution and helping other nonprofits. And so it really, again, it's a win-win-win situation. <laughs> but you can have things like in your store, if you have a certain product that you want to promote, maybe it's something new, you've got a new, um, either a product or if it's a, like a restaurant, a new dish, and you really want to promote that, you can easily connect with a nonprofit and say every time that that particular dish is purchased, a donation will be made to that nonprofit. Um, you can have different products and services that you provide. If you have, it doesn't have to be a tangible product, maybe you're an AC company or some sort of a repair, you can also kind of tag that along with every repair that you do a percentage some people give 10 percent off to their customer and a donations made to a nonprofit. Um, you can also tag that along with if you have like memberships so if it's a gym membership or it's a um, new client for every new client every house i sell um, a, pro a, a donation will go to an, a local nonprofit. And then you wrap in with the chamber and use their power of getting that word out. So you're, as an organization, are going to promote it. Um, the nonprofit is going to promote it. Um, and then the chamber will, will also promote it. So you really have some good power to get that word out, to get out what you're doing. I suggest you don't do short little campaigns because it takes a little bit of time to get that out. Um, a month-long one is great. You can do a couple months, um, which is really great. And all of the different nonprofits that are within the the um, Mesa Chamber, you can check with them, find out what their guidelines uh, are. Uh, a lot of times you can use their logo to put on your um, information um, that is going out, check with that nonprofit to find out um, if they have certain guidelines that they want you to follow, if they've got certain um, restrictions and guidelines on using their logos, that kind of stuff. So connect with, with whichever nonprofit that you want to 
um, partner with. Uh, and then you can move around. You can do this nonprofit for this quarter, this nonprofit for this quarter. And it really shows the community that you are a business that is obviously making a living and and um, helping our economy. You're employing people, but you're also giving back. And I think all of those elements together really tie together and help show um, that you are part of this community. And, and the Mesa Chamber is a great avenue to find and connect with businesses, and then also to help promote um, the event. Hey, so I have a question for you. Yes. Um, talk a little bit about how that can manifest itself. So, um, you know, I'm thinking of things like uh, what we do with the Renaissance Festival and things like that. Talk about some specific examples that, that you have engaged in where you have partnered with a business to promote not just the business, but also uh, the needs of the food bank. So <clears throat> let me think of a recent one. We did a thing for kids and we engaged all of the businesses that um, had things, fun things, bounce houses and skating and things for kids. Uh, and then we worked with them to have it where if the if the kid came in and made a donation, which at the time was peanut butter and jelly, then they were in our club. They got a discount from that particular business. And then a portion would come back to United Food Bank of their um, uh, uh, entry fee. Uh, we also started working with fat cats right before uh, COVID had hit and I'm re-engaging with them to do like a bowl-a-thon. And so the players would pay a certain amount. They would donate that to, to United Food Bank and then um, the bowlers would have a great time where they made their money was off of the food and the drinks and that kind of stuff. So that was very generous of those guys to, to do that. But we've also worked with like um, Norris Air has done some stuff where they had given a discount off of their services and then a donation was made to United Food Bank. Um, I noticed that the chamber works with Renegade Coffee for a coffee of the month, a, a chamber chai. What had several of those. So that's, a, that's a perfect example right there of they went in and had a certain product that they purchased and then um, they're supporting the local chamber. We also worked with... Um, Crackers and Company. Crackers and Company named a dish. They had a brand new dish. They wanted to get it out and they named it. Um, it was the United Food Bank. I think they named it after our CEO. Uh, and then for every plate that was sold, a donation came back <clears throat> to United Food Bank. We recently worked with Meineke during our Summer of a Million Meals and Meineke had for a food drive there. And you could also donate at the register. So it wasn't necessarily like the discount off of any kind of services because they're already great with what they do. But they asked for people, their customers, to make uh, a donation at the register or to um, raise up to the next dollar. Fries does a huge campaign. That's another one that will raise up at the register. And that is literally our, their customers. You and I and everyone in our community can raise up to the next dollar or just simply make a $1, $5, $10 donation. Safeway does the same thing. We also had a campaign in the spring with OverEasy. So all of the overeasies had a campaign where they're literally they engaged with their waitresses to ask everyone as they were checking out if they would like to make a donation to United Food Bank. And so they got into it. And another thing is letting whatever nonprofit is working with the organization for the organizations as well, 
find out more information about that nonprofit, learn about them, maybe go take a tour of their facility so that you can, and, and if they have volunteer opportunities, do that as a fun team building activity before you're getting ready to kick off your event. Because the worst thing you want is for somebody to come through and, and they say, oh, I see this tag right here that you're supporting United Food Bank. Who's that? And your employee goes, I don't know. <laughs> so let them educate them as far as who your nonprofit is, what they do, how their dollars are making an impact so that your employees are ready to answer those questions. And the other thing that we've done is at the register, we had a little three things about United Food Bank. So if you're going to have something where there's a register as a customer's just kind of standing there, they can read the three hot spots about where this dollars is going to go so that they know the impact. So um, Melissa, let me ask you too, because all of this makes for good uh, content for your social media channels as a business, right? So I mean, if you're going to go do a tour of the agency that you're you're going to help and then you can post pictures and video and and say, hey, get ready, everybody. We're going to support X nonprofit for X event. I mean, that's that's like mileage you're going to get out of that social media, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So folks can come in as you're going through. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can actually do, and I've done this where it's just like live back and forth. Like, why are you supporting United Food Bank? What's making you kick this? And we started talking about, hey, we're kicking off. We're doing this, hosting this event. It's going to be a fundraiser. It's going to be at all of our stores, blah, 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 whatever the event is. And then asking, why have you engaged with us? Um, what do you guys hope to do? And then they can really talk about the impact that they are going to make in the community and put that up on social media, put it up on all of your links, and then tag the chamber, tag that nonprofit so that the, they can like and share as well. Because the chamber, you guys are really good about that kind of stuff, helping out and promoting. And then you must have a wrap up. You must have a celebration at the end. There's no sense in doing these fun things without having a celebration and really letting, um, letting the word out that what you guys, the impact has been, uh, allow that nonprofit to thank you publicly. And again, Bob, when you're talking about social media, do a, do a Facebook Live, do a celebration, have a, the big oversized check and all of your employees standing around with the picture. Take that picture then, frame it and put it in your offices so that you can have that memory. Your employees walk by and go, yeah, I remember that. I remember that helping out. And you just have that feel good sense of that you gave back and, and made an impact in your community. And it's forever framed. So um, knowing that um, Desiree is, is a venue, she's with a venue. Talk a little bit about the event that happened that we did with the Elks, where the Elks leveraged their venue as a partnership um, to do good for, I think it was in this case, uh, Mesa College Promise or one of the Mesa Community College. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that was a perfect idea. And anytime you are having an event, you can ask people to bring um whatever a nonprofit needs. So wrapping with a nonprofit at that was backpacks. And there was, so there's a, an event that happened at a, a local business where they asked folks that were coming to that event to bring a backpack with the items needed in it for a nonprofit. People could bring items if somebody is needing a diaper drive. So, so a company is having a, a their employee 
monthly meeting. They're going to ask all of their employees to bring diapers to the meeting because that's what's needed by the certain nonprofit. The nonprofit could come, thank your employees and take away the, the diapers that were donated or whatever that particular nonprofit is needing. Um, and you can work with the nonprofits for United Food Bank. We could, you have boxes that you can get ahead of time, that kind of stuff. But it's actually kind of fun to stack the cans of food, stack the stuff up, look at it, let your employees, let your customers see the, the, donations stacking up, the socks that are needed for kiddos stacking up on the table and or whatever those particular nonprofits are, are are wanting. You have those campaigns and they're for a length of time. It is really nice for people to see and watch the pile grow, watch the items grow. And it's a perfect picture time. Partway through the campaign, you can have um, kind of a tally of it. You can have some trivia on that nonprofit after you've learned about them. You can do, I saw a company who did a trivia where when people, whoever the first employee was that answered the question via email, received a, um, gift cards. They had several gift cards that they gave away. So they made it really fun and interactive for their employees. Um, if you have a, a company that is mostly in-house, call centers and such, where it's harder to get away, these are some really good team building activities that you can do with employees that can't necessarily go and volunteer or go to different activities. And so each each department can host their own and get a little competition going. So um, uh, next question. Uh, so if, if my business wants to organize a drive, how far in advance should I get a hold of the particular nonprofit to start organizing that drive? Like what's a good lead time um, for the nonprofit so that they can be ready to support and help and do all that. Some people want as much as six months out, um, but you want it definitely a couple months because you're going to need time to contact the nonprofit, find out what their guidelines are, put together whatever the, the structure is of your campaign, what you're doing, when you're going to do it, um, get the verbiage from the nonprofit, if you want to meet with them ahead of time um, to go over it, you're going to need approval after you've created your flyers of that nonprofit to make sure that um, the verbiage is okay with them of what you're stating either to your customers or to your employees. Um, and then actually putting it together, planning it um, for your um, internal or external. And then you'll need time to let everybody know this is happening. And so a lot of times you'll need that kind of kind of gearing up. And the reason why I said at the beginning, take it at least a month is because a lot of times it takes at least that first week for people to go, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're doing that. And so it takes a little bit of time for things to get traction. So you've got all of your pre-planning stuff and then letting folks know it's coming and then the actual event. So talk a little bit about some of the things that the nonprofit can support the business with. So I know like, for example, with um, uh, Summer of a Million Meals, um, you guys obviously were all over media, but you guys have a pretty, in terms of the food bank specifically, you guys have a, a pretty extensive list of press contacts and things like that. So talk a little bit about some of that stuff that the nonprofit brings to the table to help support a drive being held by the for-profit. Yeah, we have a pretty robust um, social media and 
and media itself through through TV. Uh, one of the things you can do as a Mesa Chamber member is do a press release on whatever your event is. And that goes out, I know Bob can speak more to that, it goes out into our community and is a great avenue um, to use. I didn't really use that much. I didn't really just didn't click until recently. And I realized, man, this is something I'm missing out on to, to get that press release out to the chamber as well, because we were putting it out into the community, but weren't using the power of the, the chamber in that way. So make sure you don't miss that step like, like we had in the past. But yes, getting it out, the nonprofit can absolutely do. And you can do a press release in conjunction with each other. Uh, and then both pitch it out and get it out to the uh, different TV channels and, and see if they will pick it up. But you really need to put a twist on it, something that makes it unusual, makes it something that grabs their eye, something that's worth them you know, paying attention to and, and sending it out. And that's why it's, it takes time to create all those connections and those relationships. But it is so worth the nonprofit's time to to put forth to, to create those. Uh, and then you have have the media behind you for these events, and then you make it even larger and more robust for whichever for-profit that you're working for, because you are promoting and, and showing their support to your nonprofit. So I'm just going to keep asking you questions because that's yeah, just go for it. So um, talk a little bit about how important it is from a uh, chamber member standpoint to have for-profit members engage with things like the nonprofit vitality council and in those places where they can start to build the relationships with the nonprofits that they may want to engage with. Yeah. And I see this growing and building again, I'm seeing another surge of for-profits wanting to connect with nonprofits, which is super exciting. I'm excited post COVID to get back into this again, because it is, yeah, it is such a fun way to engage in our community. It is a win, win, win. The for-profit really experiences the power of that nonprofit pushing them uh, out into the community, plus their own um, avenues of getting the information out, plus the chamber's avenues of getting the, the word out. Like I said earlier, it really helps your employees feel so much better about the organization. You feel loyalty and pride. It is an awesome employee retention um, uh, event to do. It is just a win-win. And so um, through the Nonprofit Vitality Committee, for-profits can come and meet other nonprofits. Uh, listen to us during our uh, meeting to, when we talk about our different needs, what's going on in the community. So you can kind of get to know the different nonprofits, find out what their needs are, and then kind of figure out with your, your business, your own kind of vibe and, and situation you have going on. You can look and say, you know what, that particular nonprofit I think would be good mojo and would kind of fit, fit our social um, I don't know how to say it, but, you know, just like it would be a good fit for our organization. And so um, just meeting them. And then after the meeting, I'm sure you could grab somebody and find out more information about them or set up a meeting to to get to know them. But the, the Nonprofit Vitality um, Committee is a perfect way to come meet all of the different nonprofits, learn a little bit more about us. So um, obviously we're, it's September. Um, the holidays are, are fast approaching. What is your advice right now for a for the for-profit community if they do want to engage in with some of their nonprofit partners for the holidays? Like, should we be calling you now? What should be happening right now? 
Oh, yes. Call right now because everybody is planning what's going on for the holidays. And so you've got um, all of November, which is a great month in itself. Um, it's got, you know, obviously Thanksgiving in there. So that's a great give back time. Different nonprofits are doing different things specific to that. Uh, and then December, of course, you've got other activities happening. And so different nonprofits are doing things in, in either one or the other of those or both. And so more, sometimes it's more food during for Thanksgiving for the November and it's more gifts for the kiddos for December. We kind of flow in both of those because obviously Thanksgiving is a great time for people to give back. But December, we certainly don't want to be giving gifts to kids who have not had dinner. So we really do a big push also for that month. And so, but finding out what the nonprofits are doing, what their needs are now, so that you can get on board is great. But the other thing is nonprofits help. And I know it's the same with all of us. We, our mission does not revolve around those last two months of the year. Our missions are year round. We need your help year round. And everyone comes around during the holidays, which is awesome. We love you, but we also need you the rest of the year. And so that's why I encourage people years ago, I said, thank you for hosting this food drive or fundraiser for us, but think of us one other time of the year, surprise me, one other time of the year, call up and, and support us. And I actually had people call me up, which was super exciting. And so we started, and I know other nonprofits do that too. They have different campaigns throughout the year. So look for, look for the holidays, do something during the holidays. Don't forget that, but also I challenge you one other time, at least of the year, find a, either that same nonprofit and ask them, what are they doing? Or find another one and ask them, what do you need throughout the year? They'll always have something that you can grab onto and that you can um, host and, and help out with. And also you might have products that you want to, you've got a big reveal of some new product in your business. And it is great to have a nonprofit uh, the other thing is when you have a ribbon cutting with the chamber and you have a ribbon cutting or a, a rebranding, a re-grand opening, make a donation to a local nonprofit during your ribbon cutting. They would love it. And it's great PR for you. The chamber is there taking pictures. You can mention it during your taping of your ribbon cutting. That's a great exposure for the businesses. And Walmart does that very well. They They're very good at that. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about some of our smaller for-profit organizations. So maybe I'm a I'm a one-person office, or you know I'm I'm a solopreneur, or you know I maybe have one person working for me. It, it's not I can't necessarily run a food drive because of the nature of the business that I do that kind of thing. Talk about some of the ideas that you guys have um, that, that the smaller entities can engage with and be a part of. So not to mention any names, but there is a new organization that is looking to help hydrate people. And they connected with us. They heard about the hydration drive, but they are a brand, brand new company looking to promote themselves. They want memberships. So they will make a donation of water because they are hydration, donations of water to United Food Bank for each new 
monthly member that they get, which is super smart. And that's a one person or two person business. So you can tie in whatever business that you have, especially if you're new and you're trying to grow, whatever your business is, no matter how small you are, you can, whatever your product is that you're trying. And that's why it's so beneficial for for profits to do this. It will help give you exposure in places that you would not normally have exposure because of the of that nonprofit promoting you. You also have the Mesa Chamber promoting that here's their two two partners, two, two members partnering together to do something. So no matter how small you are, whatever your product is that you are are selling, you can take that and wrap it into a local nonprofit to promote you. And, and like I said, you'll get out in other avenues that you wouldn't have normally been in. So knowing that uh, Michelle is with House of Refuge, I'm going to play to that a little bit. Um, both United Food Bank and House of Refuge host multiple sort of fundraising events, galas, breakfasts, those kinds of things. What are some of the ways that a for-profit can engage with those and then leverage that um, as a way to promote themselves to the larger community? So all of the nonprofits who do galas and that kind of stuff are going to have sponsorship opportunities. So connect with someone. Uh, become a sponsor. And then in, and I see people doing this, it's just, they, they sponsor it, which is awesome. You are on all of the information from the gala, which is great. But there's one thing I think the for-profit should do. Once you have sponsored, let's say you sponsor a table at one of the galas for House of Refuge, promote that on your own social media. We're so proud to have partnered with House of Refuge and sponsored a table at their upcoming gala. That I think is super powerful to you, for you to put out on the com- in the community. The other thing that the for-profits should do is put that on your website. A lot of the people will scroll down and kind of see what, what you're doing. At the beginning, it's all about you and all about your business. But at the bottom, you should have something tagged across there of who you support, the nonprofits in the community that you support. I think your customers will see that. I think potential employees will see that. Um, other nonprofits will know that the, the good that you are doing in the community. And so um, I think stick it up on social media and then put it on your website so folks know. And Bob, is there anything that I'll ask you a question? Is there anything once people have done like a sponsorship to something and long lines to the vibes I'm talking about, can they do something with the chamber to, oh, maybe they should put it in on their directory. Is there a spot in the directory where they can say proud sponsors of? Yeah, they can, you know, that that's, um, again, that's one of the benefits of, having your listing in a directory such as the chamber is that it's a trusted source from Google. So, you know, that gets searched and those search results pop up in some of the top listings. So if you're adding to your, your business description, proud, proud supporter of, you know, United Food Bank, House of Refuge, X nonprofit, X nonprofit, you know, that gets indexed. So if anyone's searching for House of Refuge, that's going to potentially come up as a result. And so then they know, oh, hey, those guys support House of Refuge. I should probably do business with them. You know, that kind of thing. So that you're expanding the reach of your your donation. Your donation really becomes a marketing tool um, in addition to doing good for the community. So good good question there, Mel. It, 
It does. You just had it. It is, it is something that really helps the, the for-profit in your business, but you get extra from connecting with a nonprofit, just extra exposure and yeah, all around good mojo, I think. Good karma so, comes back to you. So let's talk about some of the the um, some of the benefits that can come to a business that partners with um, a nonprofit, depending on the nonprofit. So like, for example, if if we engage with United Food Bank, we have the opportunity to learn a lot more about food insecurity. If we partner with House of Refuge, we're going to learn a lot more about homelessness and, and housing and, and those issues that surround that. Talk a little bit about how businesses can leverage that knowledge um, as a way to, you mentioned employee retention earlier, but I think really as a way to engage their employees to help them become become stronger citizens and, and more engaged. That is true. And I'll always find, I found out years ago during events where I've was there for a fundraiser. I was at a turkey drive that we had as it was a benefit concert at the Superstition Springs um, Center. And I'll never forget during that event, I had somebody reach out and kind of turn the side of my arm and said, what if you need help? And here we were collecting all these turkeys and the fixins and and all the monetary donations coming in and until I had somebody tap me and say, well, what if we need food? So for the for-profits to learn more about that, that nonprofit so that you are ready. And sometimes it's your own employees needing services and needing help. It's embarrassing to ask for, don't really want to, you know, it's gonna, nobody wants to share. So I found that when I give the nonprofit or the for-profits that we're working with information about resources and where they can access food in our community and ask them to stick that up in there, like a employee bulletin board, um, up by the time clock is a great place to kind of put that information. That way the employee is kind of struggling and nobody really knows what's going on. They can just snap a quick picture of that and be able to get resources themselves. And so that is, is perfect because you don't know who's struggling. You don't know who's needing help. So you're collecting the food and funds or whatever that nonprofit is for, um, in, in, in our circumstances, food and funds. Um, from your employees, but then you also are a resource for those who who are in need. And you can also tag that up if you are doing something with the public too. Just have that tagged up someplace where they can kind of take a picture of it too if they are in need. Okay, so how does a for-profit get started? Mm. So connect with your, well, I think you should start off with a broad broad look at all of the different nonprofits. So I would encourage you to attend the Nonprofit Vitality Council meeting. Um, meet with the different nonprofits. Find out more, educate yourself and find out more about what they do. Kind of find out where your heart goes and where your employees are wanting their, their time and their talents to go to. Um, maybe even find out your top three and then take it back to your employees and let them vote. Like, here's the three I found. Here's a couple blurbs about each one. Let's all vote together as an organization. Which one will we like to support? And you can also do a quarterly thing and say, okay, we're going to do this one now, this one next quarter, and this one the third quarter. You know, find four of them in, in a year's time, your top four, and bless each one of them at different times based on. And I think that's a all really great thing to do because you've got some people who who want to 
make sure that food insecurity is not an issue. And so you are working and, and satisfying those employees and their needs and even your customers when you're engaging with your customers. they're the Maybe you've got pet lovers who want to support a nonprofit that's involved with, with pets. So you've got another quarter where you're engaging with those employees and those customers of yours. And then you switch over to housing and homelessness and, and diapers and socks for kiddos and, and do that one. So that way you give a variety. You as a, as a for-profit give your clients, your customers, your employees a plethora of different opportunities. They don't have to go seek that someplace else. You as a, as a for-profit have, have done the homework for them and have put these packages together. I think they're going to love it. They're going to thank you so much for it that they can be part of it. Some people say, I, I you know, here, I just want to help out. I don't, I don't, I haven't vetted these people. I don't, but you've done all the work and you've got it all set up. And you can make campaigns typically with these nonprofits. I'm sure House of Refuge has it where people can do a fundraising campaign for you. And so you can do that kind of stuff. And people say, you know what, just let me write a check and, and make it sure that it goes to a good nonprofit. And so start off with kind of getting to know the different nonprofits, what they do. Like I said, vote, pick several of them and then connect with them. I think you should take a tour. I think you should get to know them. Uh, find out what their needs are, learn more about them so that you can educate your employees. If you want them to come speak at an event and maybe a kickoff or something to talk a little bit more about their organization. I know the nonprofits are totally willing to do that kind of stuff to educate your employees um, and then help put together the campaign, find out what the guidelines are of that organization, find out you know when and kind of how and put it all together and then uh, roll it on out, do the actual campaign. Um, but like I said, there's planning needing, so you need to get hold of them early enough to, to get that kind of stuff going and then and then execute it. And then of course, at the end, celebrate. I think you should definitely take pictures throughout. Uh, if it's internal with your employees, you can do some fun dress up days kind of a thing. If it's a bank or places where they have uniforms, you can have a dress down day for donations. If you're doing this with your employees, there's all kinds of of fun things to do. Um, if you're doing an exterior with our community, I think you can do fun Facebook stuff during it. You can thank different people who are, if you're promoting a certain product, promoting your business, helping to grow, especially if you're starting out and you're like what Bob said earlier, one person show, you can still engage with a nonprofit and engage our community and use the power of that nonprofit profit, um, in conjunction with the Mesa Chamber to help elevate your business and help your business grow in ways that otherwise couldn't grow. And so even if you just have that one product, that one product and that one item can can be elevated and then doing live Facebook posts throughout, either with that nonprofit or with a client who came in, who took you know um, your services and you can do a little engagement thing with them. All of that stuff helps promote you and helps grow your business and show your connection in the community. And there's a catalog. So you can actually go onto the uh, chamber website. Each of our committees has a, a homepage on the website. On the Nonprofit Vitality Council's committee, there's actually a link to a catalog that we created. Uh, right now it's our 2021 edition. We're due to update that this year, but 
it is basically a catalog of all the chamber members that are nonprofits. So you can go through and you can see <laughs> what your giving options are. And not just in relation to the fact that they're a nonprofit, it also tells you if they qualify for certain tax credits or, you know, that kind of thing. So um, that's a fantastic resource for you to kind of start to narrow down some of your choices in regards to organizations that you want to engage with or support uh, any time of year, particularly now. Um, let's open it up. Um, Michelle, Desiree, got any questions? Anything you want to share with, with Melissa? No, I just think this was super wonderful. Thank you so much for all this information. Thank you. Michelle, I know you got questions. I, know. <laughs> I, I am learning. I remember um, when I was with Desert Financial, because I was with them for 13 years. Great company. Just left because I want to work for a nonprofit now that my kids are grown. But um, I love that for when somebody has a bigger company like Desert, we had like that all staff conference that we have every year in October. Well, one year um, we supported United Food Bank and everybody bought, brought peanut butter and jelly in. And I thought that was really neat. And I think that, I don't know if you guys had this or if Jeff or somebody at, at Desert had the peanut butter and jelly costumes that we had a few people dress up in. Do you have those? No, I do not. Oh, okay, so they must have gotten it. So they dressed up as peanut butter and jelly. And I remember, I mean, because we had you know over 2,000 employees and everybody was bringing in peanut butter and jelly. I mean, that was somebody that has a bigger, you know, corporate um, event like that to bring that in for a nonprofit. I thought I was just touched. I'm like, that's great. Now I'm trying to have them do something for us. There you go. Uh, for House of Refuge. Well, and back when it was, I'll never forget this year, so it was a voting year and people were using smooth versus chunky peanut butter to vote oh. and we've done that before where because we always need peanut butter peanut butter is high in protein always need it and so um to engage everybody after the holidays january everybody's kind of recuperating but february is the month of love so i want to do a peanut butter drive and spread the love yeah i love that <laughs> and it evolved thank you it evolved into a competition smooth versus chunky and people were really getting into it and it was on a, it was a voting year and one organization i went to there was a guy who had a trump face costume on and another one who had a hillary face costume on <laughs> and they were all doing their voting with the peanut butter and it was hilarious they laughed they joked it really helps especially large corporations you get the people together they're laughing they're joking and like you just said it's memorable and you're going to remember that and you just feel yeah. like the fun things that your organization puts together and so competitions between people you know organizations you know in the different pods the different uh um, departments. I went one place, it was a huge solar company and there was, uh, they were taking me around to the different departments and I got to one of the glass doors that had a sign that said, stop, one can of green beans entrance fee. <laughs> oh, that's, I like that. <laughs> so, and you can have a different fun drive for stuff. If you need tuna, have a tuna Tuesday with the different organizations and see how much they can bring. I like that. Yeah. You know, I have, I do have a question. So tell me about, cause I feel like us nonprofits, we work with other nonprofits to see what they need and um, kind of go more on that part on when you when you work with other nonprofits to, to help them. So, excuse me, I was never so amazed when I started going to the Nonprofit Vitality Committee meeting 
and and this happened again during COVID. But I was sitting there and different nonprofits were talking about, I did a drive, did a diaper drive. I got way more than what I need. Does anybody else need it? And there was another nonprofit over here saying, oh my gosh, yes, we need diapers. Another one over here was like, yes, we need them too. They said, great, let's connect after the meeting. I have, to, I've got enough for both of you. I was just sitting there in that meeting like, oh my goodness, this is the neatest thing. And then during the whole COVID thing, we all met Zoom. We all went around the room and said, what do you need? What do you need? How can we help and support? Some people have an abundance of something over here that they can help out with. Other people, at least they shared what they needed so the nonprofits could kind of keep our eyes open. We are not competing against each other. We are all working, doing what the different things that we do to completely support our community. And it's a, it's a chain where each one of us are a link in it. And so it's best if we support each other. That's why yes. I'm thrilled that the chamber stepped up and said, you know what, we need to put you all together in the same room so you can support each other. And it's been such a success. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I, I love that. I'm going to have to go, I'm going to have to go to one of those uh, vitality meetings for the nonprofits and learn, but I feel like learning more that what we do and who we partner with and who we help and who we, when we have too much of something, we're like, Hey, how can we help you? Yes. I love that. And I love that United Bank has a uh, food bank does that also. Thank you. And then come to the vitality with either a need that you guys might have or something, uh, an excess that you have that you can give. So if you have either one or both of those, when you come, it's just perfect. Okay, great. Thank you. I've got this and I need this. Okay. Yeah. And that is just awesome to be in that room and see other ones say, okay. And I think that's when for-profits come to that meeting, then they can sit there and listen to us and realize, oh, there's a need we can fill. If you're not in the room, you're not going to know. But if they come to that meeting, then they'll, they'll, they'll hear us. They'll see us and then say, hey, found a need. And go back to their employees and go, all right, found a need, we're going to fill it. Right. Oh, great. I love that. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. If you ever want to brainstorm on stuff, I don't know if you guys do like food drives or if you're just doing like fundraising kind of stuff. I love House of Refuge. So. Yeah, we do food drives. We do, do everything. That's what my part is. I do food drives, fundraising, retention. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I was thinking too, I'm like, I'm going to have to invite Melissa out for lunch so we can, <laughs> we can talk. Like I said, I think just from, you know, talking to you the last few months, um, you're kind of a mentor to me and I would like to get to know you better. Thank you. You're welcome. It has been such a labor of love and it has been so fun to watch our community do good. You know, I get to watch people see where there's a a, a, a need and then fill it and what a blessing. Yes, definitely. And then who knows what nonprofits, because you'll, for profits, because I'll meet different ones at different things at ribbon cuttings and things that I go to for the chamber. I'll meet businesses that I otherwise would not have met. So definitely go to the different chamber events because mm-hmm. I'll meet somebody and it's kind of like planting a seed. I have no idea what's going to come of it. And then months later, I'll get a call and say, remember when I met you at such and such an event, we now would like, we didn't, we weren't ready at the time, but we now are ready to host something for you all. Uh, Melissa, will, <laughs> Melissa will back this up, but I always tell everybody to come to orientation every month just because it's your opportunity to meet the new members that are just starting. And the number one reason that people join the chamber is because they want to be a part of the community. They want to help the community. They want to engage in the community. So if they come to orientation and they're meeting potential nonprofit partners, that's a big plus for them. That helps them. It helps them realize why they joined the chamber in the first place. So. You know, that's really a win, 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 win for everybody um, when we can get people talking together about the possibilities. So 
um, you know, anything like that. It it's it's an hour out of the day, but it's a it's a big hour. So yeah, I told um, you. any other questions for Melissa? Desiree, how are you doing over there? Sorry, it takes me a second to unmute. No, this has been really great. I don't have any questions. Thank you, though. Thank you. Cool. Well, Melissa, how do people get a hold of you if they do have questions? All right. So, well, I'm on the chamber site <laughs> on our on our directory, but uh, you can contact me at the United Food Bank. My email is super easy. It's my first initial and last name, so M Nelson at UnitedFoodBank.org. And my cell is 480-306-9509. Call anytime if you're a nonprofit and want to brainstorm. If you're a for-profit and want to learn more about the different nonprofits and how you can, whether it's for United Food Bank or someone else, I would love to help brainstorm with you to find out, you know, the best way that you can maximize and grow your business within the chamber and utilizing the nonprofits to help do good while you're building your business. So real quick, Melissa, you actually you actually do a couple of other things in relation to your your chamber relationship, if you will. Um, tell everybody a little bit about some of the other things that you do. Yeah. So, well, I am a proud ambassador at the chamber and actually chair that group. And it is just my absolute privilege to to chair such an amazing team of people who um, care about the community. Uh, have grown their businesses in the Mesa Chamber and are looking to help other new members to um, get engaged and find out what their needs are and how they're looking to grow their business um, within the chamber and then get them plugged in and help them out and go alongside them, be their mentor and answer any questions they may have. So um, I also go to the to the um, uh, new member because it is a great way to meet new members, to engage with them. Um, excuse me, the excuse me i go to the excuse me the women's networking luncheon that is a perfect connection for women to come and learn more about there's nonprofits there there's for profits it is an absolutely powerhouse full of women and, and a great monthly event um if I can plug the chamber a little bit, Taste of Mesa is another monthly event that is a must go to. Uh, you will meet all kinds of awesome people at that. Um, then there is also the Nonprofit Vitality Commun uh, uh, Council, which is an awesome way for nonprofits to meet up with um, uh, the for-profits to meet up with nonprofits. And then you also have ribbon cuttings throughout the, the month and lunch mobs from time to time. Those are two other things. If you're not going, you're missing out because I will go to these things and I will meet people that I otherwise would have never crossed paths with. And so going to that kind of those kind of events um, where you literally can meet in instance of a ribbon cutting, sometimes you're meeting the owner or somebody regional is in town. And so those are just great opportunities. And as members, you don't want to miss out on that. Uh, if you're going to a ribbon cutting, bring a little goodie bag and they will not forget who the, you know, that you were there. Uh, everyone has an opportunity to put in their business card into a business card binder that is given to that business. So don't miss out on that. But yeah, the ambassadors are a great group and I'm very proud to be a part of that. Cool. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for uh, joining us today, telling us, and, and this is some fantastic insight that um, I know people will be able to access uh, because we did record it. So they'll be able to access this uh, after the fact. 
Um, but thank you so much for being a part of today's event. Um, Jennifer Desiree, Jennifer, thanks for popping in right at the end. Appreciate that. Because, sorry, it just showed up on my on my email just now. You're totally good. I, I'm just messing with you. Um, but thank you for um, thank you for for making the effort to get in here and be a part of this. This is a really good engagement opportunity for members. Um, again, the number one thing that members tell us when they join is that they want to engage with the community, and and a big part of that is our nonprofit membership group. And there are a lot of ways for for everyone to be a part of that and partner and, and help make Mesa a better community. So. Thank you guys all for attending today. Um, certainly feel free to follow up with me if you have any questions. Uh, you should have an email in, in your inbox from me, so my email address is there. Um, otherwise, next month uh, here on the Retail Committee, we are looking at inviting Jared Archambald, who is with the City of Mesa, and he's going to talk about signage uh, and things related to uh, business displays, promotional displays, uh, outside displays, those kinds of things. So. Um, if you know anybody that it, chamber member or not chamber member, if you know anybody that is interested in that topic, please uh, feel free to invite them to register for next month's um, event. Otherwise, um, uh, if there are no other questions, I'll let everybody get back to their day. All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us. Have a good rest of the Wednesday. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Thank you.